0: From deep in the heart of Texas, it's time to chain fire from freedom with another episode of the CloverTac podcast. Listen in as
1: we have a conversation with people from the firearm industry and community. Are you ready for the show? We are too. Let's go.
0: Hey, what's up crew? It is uh, March 9th, 2023. Time for another CloverTac podcast powered by MTM case guard and i'm sure if you go over there and check them out mtmcase-guard.com don't forget that dash by the way or you can probably google through it to be honest but if you do go over there i'm sure you're going to find something uh, related to the farm the outdoor world that you simply can't live without i should say Uh, because they do manufacture a lot of cool plastic stuff uh, storage components shooting rests, shooting tables Uh, Even some uh, archery gear and other stuff, camping gear and other type things. So be sure to go check them out, mtmcase-guard.com. And when you're over there, if you use code CLOVERTAC, you'll get that uh, 10% off. Going to have a conversation today with uh, Raphael from Bursa. And they're uh, doing some cool things right now and uh, some cool things planned for the future. And we're certainly going to talk about all that. Have a little fun uh, just a normal good conversation before we bring him in. Uh, I do want to say, as always, thanks to the YouTube channel members, the Patreon patrons, those at Super Chat, super thanks, uh, and those at shop, CloverTac.com slash shop. Also, we are uh, proud to be members of the Professional Outdoor Media Association, or POMA, as you commonly hear it referred, and also The uh, Firearms Radio Network. So go check out all of the cool podcasts. Much cooler than this one over there. uh, Firearmsradio.net, I believe. But uh, just Google Firearms Radio Network. That should get you there. Remember, to, uh, as we're having a conversation, as we're talking here, then uh, throw out questions for our guests, questions, comments, whatever for our guests. We'll get to them. Stay on topic. Uh, we don't want to get too crazy with it. Uh, I will flag them, so be patient. I don't want to derail the uh, conversation with those questions and stuff. But, uh, yeah, let's get Raphael in the house. How are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I am doing well. You are, are you
1: a uh, you're a busy
0: man. You stay busy.
1: <laughs> well, at least the, the last couple of months I've been pretty busy. It's nice to be home for for a little <laughs> bit here. Like, like I say it's nap time until the NRA show right catch a, catch a breather yeah yeah try yeah. and sell a try and sell a gun or two right yeah yes, just a, uh, just a few yeah um, but I, I appreciate you having me
0: yeah you bet we got to burn through uh burn through this of course for those who don't know we record these live, so you can participate out there in the in the live chat but you can also participate down in the uh comments below wherever this might be in, in video or audio replay so just remember that but uh yeah as soon as i get done with you here i've got to go on with uh, mutual friends, uh, Jake and, and Mike from Walk Talk oh, America. Yeah. Uh, they invited me over there on theirs to talk with them. Uh-huh. So we got to get out of here pretty much on time. We'll try to get We're out good. of here on time anyway. But make,
1: make sure you tell them I said hello.
0: <laughs> I will definitely do that. But I, I wanted to take that opportunity to say thank you for, uh, you know, on behalf of that, uh, Deal with putting the flyers and everything in the bursa of firearms uh, that's something really cool that I wished every company in the industry would do that uh, and just wanted to tell you guys thank you for for doing that it is yeah you
1: know uh, I, I I think I don't know if I told you or not the other day but um we're actually the first guys that are doing it in English and in Spanish so you know trying to get out I to see. the uh, to people that might not have English as their primary language you know right and, yeah. uh, so so we're proud of that and you know, it's something that's real near and dear to my heart since I was there the the night the initial concept came together. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, yep. Mike and I think so I'm proud of, proud of everything they're doing over there and we support them any way we can. Absolutely.
0: And uh, for those who don't know, we did had, have Jake with WTTA on the podcast a week or two ago. Very good conversation. So uh, don't bail on this one, but go check that one out uh, if you haven't yeah. when you're done. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's kick it off. I, you know, I don't know many people that are not familiar with the person name. Most people right. are familiar with the person name, uh, and they're fam- most of them that are familiar with the name know that you know uh, Argentina is a, the country of, of origin with that. But as far as the company history, can you fill us in a little bit on what's uh, yeah, so... how that started and, and what's went on?
1: yeah so actually we're, we're we're pretty excited uh about it this um 2023 is going to be the or is the uh, 65th anniversary of bursa wow so yeah it was started in 1958 by three guys that emigrated from uh italy came to argentina looking for a better opportunity you know a few years before that started up a machine shop and they were making parts for you know, some other gun company that was down there around that time. And they decided to, 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 you know, form their own gun company and, and, you know, started out real small, but, you know, it came together and, uh, you know, that's they've been doing their thing for 65 years. It's only one of them. That's still, um, alive, but he's there every day and, wow. you know, walking around shaking hands and, and, Telling their wishing everybody good morning and all that sort of thing,
0: right? That's, that's so,
1: awesome. uh, it's you know, a lot of people don't realize how long verse has been around. And yeah, and, I didn't uh, know <clears throat> it was that
0: long, I know it was a while, yep. but I never would yep. have guessed that long. I would have guessed 25, 30 years, maybe 40, but uh, yeah, definitely not that. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, it's it's they, you know, how long they've been here in the United States, I figure probably sometime, you know, maybe in that in since the mid 80s or so, so probably in that 35 to. To forty year time frame, they were here in the states, but yeah, yeah, long time before that, they were in Europe and in, in South America, of course.
0: So, were they before they were um, exporting into the United States? Were they exporting to other countries?
1: Yeah, the 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 first country, uh, country they were exporting to outside of Argentina was was actually Italy, and it's because okay. that's that where the, the guys sense. were from. You know, they had yeah. friends there, and and right. um, to hear one of the founders, Benzo, tell the story. Back in the early '60s, he he put I think uh, 25 pistols in his suitcase and flew over to Italy. <laughs> uh, can't do that now. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could do that sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and he came back home with an order for a thousand guns, and and they they didn't know how they were going to fill that order, you know. And uh, wow, just a thousand. yep, the rest is history. Right
0: now, as far as so, as, uh, yeah. as far as um as far as other fire manufacturers in Argentina. Are there
1: very mm-hmm. many or have there, now, been there now there's there are no more. Um, there used to be, you know, there was Rexio was down there, which some people might remember those single shot 45, a, a 45 long Colt 410 little break open, break top, single shot uh, pistols. But, uh, and then there was, um, what's the FM, which was, uh, which made the, um, uh-huh. The old uh, Colt 1911s that were licensed to be made down there, yep. and then there was a uh, Ballista Molinas that was uh, that made the, the 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 Browning High Powers that were licensed to be made in Argentina.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I've got one of those. And,
1: and then I'm sure there was some, you know, others, but those were the three that that I can remember offhand that were the most recent. Right. And um, yeah, but right now Versus is the only uh, company currently manufacturing firearms in Argentina.
0: Right. Awesome. So do you know what, what, um, we got, we got a comment out there with, uh, with Dale. He says he has the of Thunder 380 and loves it. Um, you know, for a very, very long time, uh, I've talked about this a bunch of times in the concealed carry world, especially the Mm -hmm. of Thunder 380 was the bee's knees. It was the thing. Uh, how long is that? How long has that one been around that model?
1: Well, you know, you had the, your your you had several, I'd say, incantations of it, or several variations. Right. You had your, you know, different like the 383 and the 85 and the 86, and they all kind of looked similar. And then they started, you know, in in, in it, it's I guess in its current, uh, the way it, it, the the most recent version of it's probably been I mean, gosh, longer than I'd like to even imagine. Probably about 20 years. I know there's yeah. I know there's over a million of them. Um, you know, it's just, just some companies that make a million guns a year isn't much, but for our little company, it's, it's, it was a pretty big deal when we passed a a That's millions a million. under three eighties being that had been sold in the United States. Right. And so there, there's, there's much bunch of them out there. It's been out for a while.
0: Yeah. And I think there's people that, uh, I mean, still go to it. I mean, y'all still got to draw on that because the size, yes. you know, hammer fired, um, you know all of that all of the the perks of it right and i think another thing that people like is maybe the nostalgia uh aspect of it too with the aesthetic a lot of a lot of things a lot of firearms share similarities and and so the burst of thunder share similarities with a little bit with the walter ppk right a little bit with the uh eastern european you know the Makarovs and the and the things like that and at what i have half the
1: price (laughs) or or less than half the price in some of them you know the 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 gun i I always like to say i I can't believe how long its legs are because it just keeps selling you know and even with you know even as that market the 380 market and the concealed carry market and the small gun market has exploded over time and you know we certainly don't sell what we did when there was no competition we still sell a lot of them Yeah, and like you said, there's nostalgia. You know, so many times I hear people tell me, you know, the of Thunder 380 is my first gun. I can't believe I sold it. I'm going to get another one. You know, that kind of thing. But you've also got, you know, first-time gun buyers. You've got a lot of – it's really become popular amongst uh, uh, female shooters, ladies that, 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 you know, because, number one, it's comfortable. It has all the safety features. And it you know it's hammer fired. It's got an aluminum frame, so the recoil isn't as bad as on other guns. It's got the uh, the the pinned barrel to the frame, so it's it is very accurate. It's got a very good trigger. You know a, a striker fired micro lightweight concealed carry pistol might not be the best thing for everybody. Right. So there are people that find the Thunder three eighty has those characteristics that they're looking to for a first gun or right. a backup gun or, you know, whatever. Yeah.
0: And you guys are, you know, not just a, a, a poke at the ladies, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you get, cause guys are into it too. Uh, you yeah, guys offer absolutely. them in a bunch of different colors, right? So, so that's yeah, if, cool.
1: if people want it, we we'll, we'll, we'll make it in those colors. You know, it's just like anything else, right? People personalize everything so much more right. nowadays, whether it's with stickers or, you know, different cases for their phones, whatever, right? Everybody, oh want something that that speaks to them you know or, right yeah. That shows off their individuality and i and i do think that that has crept into the firearms uh, market mm-hmm. ed, i mean i don't think i know right like there's yeah. you know 20 years ago it was a black or a nickel gun and that was that and uh you know and 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 it's the the, the plethora of of different versions of everything you can get are just massive Right now, the the Thunder three eighty
0: was that. Would you say that was the big dog that put you put that put Bursa on the map as far as the U.S. market? Or I would was say so. I would say
1: so for sure. I mean, before, like I said, when we had the eighty five and the three eighty three and all those uh-huh. things, the eighty six. You know, that was very very early on in the, in in the gun company to the United States when the Thunder three eighty finally made its debut. I think people saw the quality in it, right? And they saw, you know, that they could afford it. They could conceal it. And I mean, you know, for, for many, many, many years, um, Bursa could never come close to, to fulfilling the demand. <laughs> and then, right. you know, in the, in, and in, the background, quietly, we were making 40 calibers and nine millimeters and things like that. Yep. Um, uh, yep. Because as you and I discussed on the phone the other day, when we were talking, you know, um, Every police officer in Argentina, from you know the, the towns and cities to the, the state uh, police to the federal police, they all carry Bursa nine millimeter handguns. Mm-hmm. And uh, and, so, and
0: which which model is that for those that may be the,
1: the TPR nine, which is our it's our mm-hmm. service grade pistol. It's a seventeen round, you know, four and a quarter inch barrel, nine millimeter. It's available here. We also have a compact version of it available here, but it is. You know, like we were talking about the Thunder 380. it's it's hammer fired. It's It's got all the safeties. It's very easy to take down. It's got a, a decocker, you know, so you can, it's, it's, and that's, those, those guns that TPR series to me is the, the unsung heroes that, that, you know, they're, they're really, really, really nice to shoot, but they kind of get lost in the shuffle. Uh, right. First of all, we don't send that many of them here because, you know, you're getting standing orders for 25,000 of them from the, from the police down there. So, you know, we kind of get the extras that trickle in here, but the people that have them, the people that have shot them absolutely love them. Right. And, uh, they're, 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 they're just really, really nice to shoot. And then we've got our, our polymer line of nine millimeter, uh, called the BP nine, which is just our little, you know, concealed carry eight round striker fired. It was our first foray into the striker fired, um, um, you know, type of gun. Yeah. The market. Yeah. Yep. Um,
0: now I don't know how much you can, you can talk about this, but, but one of the things that, that we've talked about a couple of times and I'm sure mm-hmm. there are other people out there familiar with the person brand. Yeah. Um, that if, if maybe you were out there and maybe you're thinking like I was, what's Bursa been doing the last few years? It doesn't <laughs> seem like you guys have put anything new out. Um, right. And you know you're right. You did have a variety of things. Uh, I own the the Thunder 45, for example. Yes. The Thunder 35 Pro Carry, I think, or something. Yeah, the the, the ultra time. ultra compact. Ultra Pro. compact
1: Pro. There yep. you go. Which, um, those were the old version of the TPR. So TPR, yeah. you know, for all of us to get creative in in our boardroom when we were planning is Thunder Pro redesigned. So that's right. it's it. So you're we're actually you spoke about the 45. We're going to get our first shipment in next week of the TPR 45. Oh, okay. So, we're excited to get a few of those out into the market.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the size and everything, that yep. thing, it's, it's always performed well. It's always handled the 45 well. Uh, right. No complaints. Uh, as a matter of fact, our uh out there saying about two years ago, uh, he had the, uh, the TPR and the compact in the 40S and W and was impressed mm-hmm. with it. So, uh, yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah. Like I was saying, most people get their hands on them. They they're, they really, really like them. Right.
0: Uh, but anyway, getting back to, yep. you yep. know, if we, if we, the people that are wondering, hey, why hasn't there been anything in a few years? Well, it's not your fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not my for, fault. Not it's, for it's lack not, of trying. I yeah, it's say. not for lack of trying. So, you know, I'm going to understand, I'm, I'm going to explain this to you and, and your listeners the best way I can describe it. And uh, it might not be. One hundred percent right, but it's going to be about ninety nine percent right the way I express right, right. So it's not that Bursa hasn't been trying to make new guns, and in fact, if you go down to the factory in Argentina, there's several uh, prototypes of new guns that are down there. So the way it works down there, it, you know, if you make a new gun here in the United States, you just let ATF know, hey, here's what we're doing, and you start selling it pretty much. Uh-huh. Down there, they've got a. a, a, a of their government called renar which is like our atf and when you're going to produce a new gun you have to take them basically what is amounts to a handmade prototype or whatever Uh and you present it to them and then they issue you a license to produce it in mass um we have several new guns that we're just we've been waiting on licenses and they just haven't issued them so why are they not doing that? Your guess is as good as mine. I've, you know, I always like to say the fact, I guess they don't want person to make new guns. Right. So um, right. so that leads us into what we're doing now, which is we now have a U.S. facility and um, we have to come here to the U.S. to really to, to uh, produce not only the firearms that we've already designed, but anything going forward. Right. So we'll continue to make guns in Argentina. Everything that we're making there, we'll continue to make. Mm-hmm. and uh, but. New product going forward, we will be making it here in in Georgia.
0: Now, when did uh, when did you guys start the U.S. like the Bursa
1: USA uh,
0: brand the, the, or the, company? The,
1: the, yeah, the concept has been around for about two years. Um, you know, COVID slowed things down for us a little bit, but you know, we finally got everything up and going. I believe we shipped the first AR AR-15s out of that factory in. September or I think probably October but right. it was kind of a slow trickle out and now we're, we're we're making them and shipping them every day
0: right and for those so, that don't know I mean prior to that Eagle Imports of course was was importing uh, Bursa and that was I yes. guess when that was sold you're not an expert on Eagle Imports but when that was sold that was kind of split apart basically right with yeah the-
1: so I worked with Eagle Imports um and when so Bursa was sold from the families that started it uh-huh. to uh three guys down in Argentina that are actually in the in communications business, like cell phone towers and things like that. But they're real gun enthusiasts and and they bought the company and and you know didn't change anything really. Um, you know, all the same people are working there doing the same things, uh-huh. and like I told you, Benzo, so one of the founders. He's still there every day. Still there, yeah, yeah. Yep they they don't want him to go anywhere. He's the <laughs> he's the heart and soul of the company, you know. Right. Yeah. And uh, but anyways, when when those guys came in, they also they also recognized the the need to be manufacturing guns here in the United States. Uh-huh. So they're like, well, if we're gonna put a building in the U.S., there's no need to use an importer anymore. We're just gonna uh, import the guns ourselves to our new facility. Sure. And so that's what happened. And then. You know, Eagle Imports still had um, Metro Arms, American Classic 1911s, and uh, Grand Power, and but that wasn't enough to sustain uh, the, the 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 company the way it was. So it just kind of folded up. Everybody kind of went and did other things, and you know, I I stuck with uh, with Bursa, and so I just have new bosses now, but still right. selling the same product.
0: Right, so, yeah. And it yeah. makes it makes it easy because it's you you know, it made familiar. It easy for me
1: and it made it easy for them. It was just a kind right. of a, a natural transition.
0: Yeah, familiar with the product, uh Coaster yep. Cat got a comment out there, says I absolutely love my compact thunders, says I have all of the sizes except for the 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. well I just need to add I, to the collection. <laughs> yeah. Uh I just happened to have uh that twenty-two X, of course, that you sent yes. uh me. Yep. Um, I haven't got a lot of time on it yet, but um, it's impressive.
1: Uh, it's, a, it's people it's are pretty. are are they people like our 22, and since about three years ago when we came out with them with uh, the threaded barrel option, mm-hmm. it's uh, that one's done really well. Right, um, people like plinking and being quiet with 22s. Right, right, yeah. <laughs>
0: Um yeah speaking of uh see if we've got any questions I don't want them to stack up here. Uh Chicago Mike and, and he probably came in late says is going to be at Interim. you guys will of course.
1: Absolutely uh booth 3850. I was just looking at that earlier today.
0: There you go. So we'll be there and, and we don't miss it. We're always
1: we're always there.
0: Right. Um now out of the shows I mean which one which one is better for for you guys as a company? and then which you one know, is
1: better for exposure. And NRA is probably our best for exposure because you're getting the consumer there, right? The, the people that are ultimately going to buy your guns. And because it moves around so much, right? It's in this different cities every year. Yeah. You're you're seeing different groups of people.
0: Right. Um so you're get getting new,
1: yeah, you're, get you're getting exposed your your products whether they're old products or new products to, right. you know, a whole different group of people. And those shows are, you know, you've been are they're crowded, you know, shot shows a good show for us, but but, you know, we see the same guys pretty much every year and it's good to reconnect with them and to show the new products or talk about different projects and all that sort of thing. But the, I really like the exposure of the NRA show the, the most.
0: Right. And then shot on the business side, I'm assuming shot
1: on the business side is good, but you know, we do sell most of our guns through wholesale channels. Ah, uh, okay. And, uh, and that business is done. All Like we, we have the big wholesaler show yeah. in October. Right. So all, those guys, unless you're going to debut something at shot show, we're, you know, it's kind of
0: more media
1: oriented, um, yeah, more gotcha. dealers that decide to go. We, we, we do a lot of, um, international business right. at shot show. Cause you get all the, the big buyers from all the other countries and that sort of thing. Gotcha. Now, uh,
0: yeah, I've screwed up apparently because coaster cat, I think I misgendered coaster cat. So, uh, <laughs> slap on the wrist for that. My apologies. Yeah, yeah. It, it happens <laughs> when you're, uh, when you're on the interwebs and you can't see faces or anything else. It happens. That's right. That's uh, right. Coaster cat does got a bunch of questions. Obviously, okay. a, obviously a Bursa fan out there for sure. I love it. I love uh, it. But uh, asking, uh, here it is, why are there no more RONI models being made? Seems like they were only made for a short time.
1: The, the, uh, I'm assuming they're talking about the RONI uh, chassis system that you drop a pistol into. And um, we don't make those. They were, those are made were made by CAA. Right. And um, I don't know. I know they're being sold or different variations of that are being sold down in argentina mm-hmm. you know um, in fact several i know uh, plenty of the cops have them down there and everything but um we've never made those we never sold those up here so that would be a question for uh, caa or anybody else that makes right. makes that um i'm sure they're out there for people to find but we never sold it as a kid ah
0: okay like okay know, yeah, I wasn't entirely sure what that uh, what that question was about. I'm assuming
1: that's what they were talking about. So
0: <laughs> right, I'm, right. I might not be right. So, uh, yeah, you talk about, you know, bringing stuff in, about things uh, beginning to be made in Georgia. That yep. has started with the AR-15 platforms and I guess even the AR-9s, right? Yep,
1: yep. So that kind of all started, you know, it was, we were looking for something to do and we found a company that, that we could be involved in and eventually take over and they were making you know small batch ars so uh-huh. it was kind of cool because when we first started looking at them we really like, i was like hey can you guys make an ar-9 but instead of using glock mags that use <laughs> versus T- thunder you know tpr mags. there you go yeah and we kind of floated that idea by the police down there and they went crazy for it nice. right and um so That was the first thing that piqued our interest. So we do make um AR pistols. We've got the BAR9, which people here in the United States will be happy to hear. We do make it with a Glock magazine option. But (laughs) we do make it um with the Bursa TPR magazine option, um, which we're selling a bunch in Argentina right now. Right. And uh and then we but we also have it in five five six and three hundred blackout. and then we've got the b a r the BR fifteen which is the rifle version, which we have in five, five, six and in 300 blackout right now. Right. So those are, those are what we're selling at the moment. Uh, but we're, we're prototyping some new handguns there and um, there's, we're, we're, we're not wasting any time. We're, we're, we're not, you know, it's, we're going to come out with a slew of new handguns here in the very near future. Right now,
0: are there any plans on, uh, on the, the nine millimeter in, rifle configuration in a 16 inch barrel
1: you know we we can do it of course um but we kind of asked around you know asked our wholesalers and that sort of thing and they said that that they didn't see that being a big seller not like the the pistol mm-hmm. who knows now with the, the brace situation. that
0: that was exactly why so, i was asking
1: that question I yeah. guess you yeah. know if somebody wanted them we could do them you know we could do a run of them but i think what we're what we're really doing is kind of waiting around because we can still sell it and send them out, not braced out of the United States, but we can put a brace in the package with it and right. send it to other countries, which is where you know we're seeing a lot of that. Right now, the
0: the company, uh, you know, not to name names or anything like that, but the company that you approached for the uh, for the AR-15s and eventually bought out um, was so. What you're saying is you you went to them and kind of contracted
1: them. Yeah, for Argentina. And then partnership. Yeah. And then, you know, and then it turned into a bigger investment into, and, you know, and it's, 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 it's Bursa USA, Kenya, gotcha. Georgia now. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, so, hey, they're, they're doing
0: these for us to sell to, you know, the yeah. Argentinian government. Hey, why not just bring them in house, basically? Yeah. 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 And
1: that's, and, and it, the whole thing was a partnership. We came in and we we're like, all right, let's make guns together. And we're also going to use your facility to bring it, you know, bring in the guns. From Argentina right. and distribute them around. So yeah, it was a natural progression. Yeah, that's what I was getting yep. at. It wasn't like yep. it was a hostile takeover. No, like, no, hey, no, 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 no. We, these
0: guys do a good job. We like the the products that they're putting out. Yep. You know, let's take this to the next level,
1: basically. Yep. And then let's put our spin on it and all that sort of thing. So right,
0: right. Yep. Now what uh, um what were some of the things? I mean, let's talk about those AR-15s. Um, yep. now. You know, the one I've got, I've got the uh the VAR15 MFT which is Mission First Tactical. Yep. My first experience with uh Mission First Tactical. You also have them in the Magpul configuration. You do. Uh you which do. probably I I'm, I'm assuming is the most popular, right? Actually,
1: I'm going to tell you right now that the the Mission First one has been the most popular. Really? I, I it, find it, it hard it, to believe. It's about $50 cheaper just because of the you know what Magpul gets for their product versus what Mission First gets. But um I've 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 talked to a couple guys like um, you know Kevin Dixie of course oh yeah he he came in and he was like I don't know what it is about he's like I like the Mission First furniture better than than the Magpul he's like maybe it's just because everybody's got Magpul yeah. on their stuff he goes and and yours looks he's like but I like I love the simplicity of of the stock and I love the yeah. the, the 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 way the grip feels and all this right. sort of thing and you know but the 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 the, pri- the savings of a price when you know when somebody just sees it I think it I personally think it looks better and that's what I'm hearing from people and they like the way it performs better so it's, it it yeah. seems to have taken a turn towards the majority of the stuff um, going out with the MFT stuff on it
0: yeah I do think so, I, I do think with the minimalist design on the stock yeah. because the Bursa is so this, this rifle for those that that don't know and there's more videos, there's reviews, there's things coming on the channel, I promise. But um <laughs> it's so streamlined. It's just you know with the the way the handguard is designed that Mlock handguard and, and everything else is so streamlined that I the stock just fits well with it. It's that minimalist yeah. style stock and because it's so low profile and and streamlined, um yeah. I think I think you're right. I think it looks better. I will say when this one come in my local gun shop owner um uh, uh obviously yanked it out of the box perk being a gun shop owner and you know, fumbled around with it, played around with it. And he was really impressed with, he's like, I've never, he's like, I don't know that I've ever had an AR-15 come into the shop that the stock was so like well-attached, like the, the, uh, what am I getting at? The tolerances, right? It wasn't it's yeah, not yeah. floppy. There's the, he's the like, fitting, there's no the slop. Fitting. He's like, there's and, yeah. no slop to it. He said, this is crazy. I don't think I've ever seen this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're getting that from from a lot of our customers that have bought it. Um, also, you know, consumers making comments on our Facebook page or Instagram or whatever. Oh. Um, that, that you know, being as though it was, it's it's got the Bursa name, you know, people are looking for that very um, low end, for, you know, entry level price. And yeah. we didn't want to. We didn't want to do that. We we didn't want to be the cheapest, but we didn't want to be, you know a thousand dollars plus so but we're yeah. saying uh, you're we're seeing that your rifle the fit the finish the tolerances everything like that is more like a twelve to fifteen hundred dollar rifle it is
0: i think it is like yeah. it's
1: light years better than the five hundred dollar rifle and our rifle comes in you know it's going to be about 750 retail uh, right. maybe maybe 700 you know who knows how where people are going to put it out there or where you can find it for but you know, for a seven hundred dollar rifle, you know, expect the quality of a twelve to fifteen hundred dollar one. And I think you're, you saw that. Yeah, and I think so, so. People have been very impressed with them, and it's just a matter of getting more of them out there. And I think um, you know, and the
0: biggest thing is to get just the awareness, right?
1: It's exactly. like letting
0: people know, hey, there's there is such a thing as a Bursa AR now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're still, you know, here we are. We've we've been had them at shot show. We've had them at, you know, all the dealer shows and. And uh, and we put out press releases and they've been all over our, our social media and they're on our website. Oh. And, um, you know, and now that we're getting them into more and more of the influencers' hands, but there's some videos out there already. Yeah. And, um, you know, but everywhere we go, people are like, wow, I didn't know you were doing this. Wow, you know, and uh, so it's it's kind of neat pushing it out there, but I hope we're hoping pretty soon that, that uh, you know, people will be able to see them more and more places. You know, one, one of the harder things, is that a lot of dealers and a lot of wholesalers are, are you know, since um, the, the slowdown in the marketplace after COVID, a lot of people are over inventoried on ARs. And so to well, bring yeah. new ones right now, they're like, hey, I, I really like this,
0: but I've got 100
1: ARs in my shop right now. Right. So, you know, yeah. that's why we need the people that are interested to go out and be asking for them and all that sort of thing. But right. I, I've noticed the sales of them. You know, it's picking up, and and uh, right. you know, yeah. obviously, any of your listeners can go to Bursa dot com and look at photos of them, and you know, sure. they, wow. they're they're probably all over the place on the different you know, uh, guns dot com and gun broker and all that sort of thing. They're they're sure. out there, yeah. And um, so we're, we're 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 it's a depart it's a big departure for us, but
0: but we're right. excited
1: yeah. about it. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the gun side. He says, "I had no clue Bursa was making an AR till I saw your post." So, you uh, yeah, I've got that a lot. Uh, you know, one one comment, and I don't remember it verbatim. Um, that I remember, and it was kind of a a hate and a troll comment. But I I had a I had a good reply for it. Was, you know, hey, Bursa's making an AR. I didn't know they was making an AR. They're they're a little late to the party, right? And I'm like, yeah, that's one way to look at it. And then the other way to look at it is this is just the beginning, like this yes. makes sense knowing the company that you absorbed to make this yep. happen and, and all the other things we've talked about up until now. Right. Like right. now it makes sense. Like Bursa, you know, you didn't just, you know, absorb that company and start making ours, ARs just to make ARs. So. Right.
1: Well, the other thing that I've told a couple of people that come in and they're like, why are you doing this? Everybody's got an AR, you know, <laughs> and I said, well, you know, you're looking at it from your point of view, you're looking at it as a buyer or a gun store owner here in the United States. I was like, you should see the opening order we got from the Argentine National Police, right. and then you'd say, oh, "Okay, that's why they did it." Right. So you know we right. we've got our we've got our uh, machines running for a while, you know, with orders from outside the country. I mean, uh-huh. you know, Argentina, Brazil, uh, Guatemala, you know, Ukraine. We, I mean, we've we uh, Poland. You know, we've gotten orders from from a lot of places because Bursa is a global company, right?
0: And their guns are being
1: sold all over. So these distributors in Poland or Ukraine or wherever they find out about it and they're like, Oh, we got to have some of those, you know? So it's not, we're not only looking at things we're selling here. We're looking at what opportunities do we have internationally as well? And that comes, that goes with everything else we're ever going to make here in Georgia. You know, they're going to, a lot of it's going to find homes, Outside of the U S you know, certainly the majority will be here, but, um, you know, we've got customers in other countries that'll be expecting these guns as well.
0: Yeah. And a lot of, I think that, you know, the average person out there, certainly, you know, the average person that's watching YouTube or, you know, so looking at social media, um, yeah, they don't think about the, 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 the international and the multi-dynamic aspect of companies sometimes, right? It's like, that's why right. don't you make this particular model that only I want, and I want it now, and I want it <laughs> this way. And it's like, there's a lot more to business than just what yeah. you like and what you want, unfortunately. Like,
1: yeah, you know, like a, a big part of Bursa's business is government contracts. And that's yeah. throughout South America and Central America. And, and, you know, that now includes the U.S.-made product right and um so you know that's that's a it's it's always been a big part of versus uh business and uh you know and it's and obviously us living here we don't think about that all that often but, but, right. uh, and and you know so it's 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 something that i never really dealt with much i knew it was there mm-hmm. but now i'm getting more and more involved in it it's pretty fun right
0: right um You know, and it's one of them things, too, that, you know, you think about it. I mean, you talked about the, you know, I don't know, the budget, the economical aspect of that. The person name at least gets here. Right. Right. And so that can sometimes saddle you guys with a negative connotation. But the counter to that, the counter to that is all the contracts you're talking about, the military, the law enforcement, all of this stuff worldwide, all this stuff internationally, right? Yeah, it's so like obviously it's not it's not cheap junk, so don't take the budget economical thing right to, to mean that. Yeah. Now, yes, sometimes I think you'll agree, sometimes that's the case.
1: <laughs> you, yeah, you I mean, you get I've, what
0: I've, you get, what you pay for, you pay for what you get, right? Sometimes,
1: yeah, absolutely. And you know, we were just talking about brand awareness and that people didn't know about our AR, and it's because we we never number one, as as we spoke about earlier in the in the podcast, um Bursa couldn't keep up with the uh, with the with the demand for years and years and years and years. Right. So we were like, why why would we jack up the price so that we could put ads and on the back cover of guns and ammo or we can, you know that sort of thing. We're like yeah. the the gun selling itself right now. Um, right. And now you look at it, we're like, well, okay, we now we've we've set this price for ourselves. Sure, and I tell people if if paying two hundred dollars more for a Thunder three hundred and eighty would make you feel like it's a better gun, we'd be happy to sell it to you <laughs> right. for that price. And right. then we could, you know, but but that's the price of the gun. It's got a lifetime warranty. You can see over the years the record that this gun has out there that the, the and we know how many of them we get back, which wow. we the best we can figure because, like I said, there's a million of them out there with lifetime warranties. The best we can figure it's about one half of one percent come back and of that one half of one percent most of it is some guy took it apart and you know clean it and did something sure. to, or you know whatever yeah and, but we're happy to fix it and get it back but it's not you know the, the frame cracking or something you know and that doesn't right. happen but we take care of it right and uh but it's 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 a good product and obviously you know the the governments and the police people that are using these guns. They they don't just buy them because it's an Argentinian-made product. They right. put them through their paces. You know, they that you can get Glock down there, you can get Beretta down there, you can get HK. Um, so you know, there there does go that thing with hey, which you know, an Argentinian-made product, and we're proud to carry it, but they've torture tested them and and typically we we win, which is cra- which is crazy. Right. Um, so it is a good product, and and we're proud of it. And you know, like I said, we tell people if, if if you you pay a lot more for it, it makes you feel better about it. We, we can, it can we can certainly up. do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, and,
0: and, and I think you're right. I mean, especially on the, the, the AR side of things, on the BARs, and, and I don't know about the BA-9s, but I'm assuming you've got to be a very similar situation. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. They're not in that ultra-budget, you know, $500 category right. for sure. Right. But they're definitely reasonable,
1: like, and
0: and anytime I've had a, from the time that I picked this one up, uh, you know the local gun shop owner to you know anybody else that we've had that conversation, and I quoted them that MSRP. It's like, oh, yeah, let's say seven hundred ish, you know. Yeah. and they're like, that's not bad. And it's like, yeah, I mean that's your that's your mid tier, you know. That's what people pay to. They expect some type of quality and reliability at that point I think yeah. you know more around the five people start to become skittish right uh, and so yeah, I, saw, I and think you're I think you're right I think you're sitting in a sweet spot right now on it
1: I hope so you know there's there's guys that still they, they think that because it is the price it's not going to be as good as you know whatever a uh, twelve fifteen hundred dollar eighteen hundred dollar and it's probably it probably, you know, you could do a lot of things, put in a drop-in trigger, and we're going to start making some nicer, you know, some more customized ARs with, you know, drop-in triggers and and custom charging handles and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, things like that just to add, you know, some. and we're going to be making all that stuff in-house. We've got got all these new machines. So we'll probably have a, you know, a good, better, best eventually um, level of AR. But, you know, at the same time, We've got this thing kind of going and, and we want to be a complete gun company. You're going to start seeing a lot of stuff coming out of that Kennesaw factory. That's not 300 bucks. It's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be a, a handgun that's 700 bucks. It's, right. That's right. you know, 600 bucks, maybe some that are a thousand bucks. You know, we want to be, we're, we want to turn this into a complete gun company that's not right. just, you know, pigeonholed into three different models and, come sure. in at a at a certain price, you know, so well, we, we, yeah, we, you know, we just want to be like a, a more, you know, Hey, you want it and you want it to say Bursa and you want it to be we've the Bursa quality. We got it.
0: Yeah. You want it. We've got it. Yeah. I think that's, you know, I was just having that conversation with somebody I think yesterday we were talking about firearms companies that just cover the simple gamut of rifle pistol shotgun, like, there's not that many and then when when you go down the line and you start breaking that down let's say pistol or handgun you break it down into revolver and semi-auto like it gets even more sparse when you start breaking rifle down between semi-auto bolt action lever action it gets even more sparse and you know there's just not many companies that's doing it and to have you know on one hand
1: probably the only one that's got everything yeah they They don't have shotguns right like they they don't have they got over under shotguns do they still have over still make, I don't know if they still make them. That's a good point. But they used to have the 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 over unders years ago. So but I don't say know. The, they might
0: the the red labels, I think they brought them back for a little while, but I don't think yep. they have them any anymore. The, and then I know um, they don't
1: anymore. They used to have the gold label side by side. Right. But that was that's that's a uh you know, that's that's a unicorn, right? Right. <laughs> they didn't make right. that many of them. Yeah.
0: And and some People companies have... are some companies are adding in a, a, a skew here and there, you know, an off skew. Um, uh, but I think that's, you know, I think that having multiple SKUs, first of all, that comes with logistics and that comes with management. That's probably a nightmare. The more SKUs you have, the more models, the more things, um, uh, you know, as far as management day-to-day operation, dealing with the ATF, you know, whatever it might be, yep. it all of that's going to get ramped up, but you're able to cover people's needs. Like you're talking about, because one thing about firearms is you ask somebody, you you hear this question all the time well what's the best handgun well what are you doing with it what's yeah. the best shotgun what's the best rifle well what are you doing with it because yeah. my best for whatever the task might be is going to be something completely different most likely it's not going to be the same one and so right. i think you're right i think you're on the right path to have some some multiple skews including some different price tiers
1: yeah uh,
0: you know i think that that helps
1: yeah because i mean for example you know we would, we would eventually, you know, I'm just throwing something hypothetically out there. We would eventually like to have a 1911. Just yeah. again, if you want it, you have it, but I can't make up a 1911 for 300 bucks, you know, so, <laughs> right. so all, or at right. least not one that's worth a darn. Right. And so, right. Yeah. You know, or, or we want to, we want to make a 44 Magnum revolver, you mm-hmm. know, it's going to be 700, 800 bucks. Cause you know, that's yeah. what it costs, you know, to make well, a good one.
0: And and a lot of people don't realize with 1911s and with revolvers, right? The the yep. Wonder Polymer stuff, right? The Striker yep. Fire Wonder Polymer stuff. You can get priced down pretty easy. Why? Yes. There's not a lot of human element labor yep. in those. There's not nearly as much as, say, a 1911 or a revolver. You've got a lot of human labor involved in, yep. the, in things like that.
1: And, and there's so few parts. and And right. a lot of it's plastic, which is cheap. Yep. Because, you know, yep. So, yeah. but yeah, you're right. There's so much hand fitting to a, a good revolver, a good 1911, a, you know, um, something like that, that. That's, you know, I think that's where you really the, the whole what you said earlier. You get what you pay for, and that's where that comes in, right? You know.
0: Now with the with the company in in making the uh, the BAR and the uh, yep. well the BAR series, I guess we'll just say, yeah. Um, how much of that? How much of that is done in house? Um, are there any significant parts of that that are
1: outsourced? Mm-hmm. Right now, we're making the uppers, the lowers, and the handguards, okay. and we just bought a machine to make barrels. So gotcha. we were we were getting our barrels from 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 somebody else, and you know, and then of course all the little parts, you, just like anybody else. Yeah, again, small those, small you know, stuff is it's not worth uh, it to make your own, yeah. Right now we're doing handguard upper lower and uh, and then you know okay. soon to be soon to be barrels and soon to be um, you know we we've got some machines where we can do drop in triggers, we can do charging handles, we can do uh, nice flash stuff. suppressors. We can so we're going to we're bringing more and more and more of it to bring it in house that way we can get you, get a, a more customizable rifle out there to people without, you know driving the cost way up because you're buying all this stuff from everybody else. Well, Um, and you've
0: also got the, you've also got the consistency factor, right? A lot of people don't necessarily think about that, but I mean, there's a reason you go into McDonald's and buy a Big Mac at any place in the country. And it tastes like a Big Mac. (laughs) It's like, it's that, it's that consistency. They handle all of that. Right. And so it totally makes sense with, with some of that stuff to keep it, to move it, I should say in house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're, you know that's that's another thing for people to know. We're not just piecing everything together. We're we're actually making the big major components of that rifle. Right. And um, you know, and we're gonna make more and more of it in house too. Right. So that's that's exciting.
0: Right now, Michelle out there uh is, is asking you know where can they they get the of uh, stuff. Um, you got sell through distributors, obviously.
1: Yep. So all the major distributors, so you can go into your gun store at your local gun shop and just say, Hey, I want a Bursa AR. And you know, you might can see the model you want from our website or whatever. They can call any one of the distributors that they source, um, from and, and they can get one.
0: Right. So right. they're,
1: they're out there at all the major distributors on on the shelf right now.
0: Right. Awesome. Very cool. Um, and then uh, G-Web's out there with a question. Uh, he says, uh, do you don't know why Bursa chose Georgia for the factory? So was there any well, thought a, in that's that? That's a good
1: question. That's a good question. I've got a, I've got a good answer for that. So they, what we wanted, uh, the new owners, what they were looking for was to find um, a city in the U.S. that had a direct flight for, from Buenos Aires, Argentina. So you had Miami. No, we're not going to go to Miami. You had New York. <laughs> No, we're not gonna go to New York. Um, you had Houston and Dallas, which we did look at. Texas, and then you had Atlanta, and or the and so Kennesaw's twenty minutes, twenty five minutes from Atlanta, and uh, we chose that just um, basically economically. They offered a, right. a good package. Um, Texas said we'd be happy to have you um, come on, but Georgia really courted. Varsa and so we we you know seeing the bigger picture of what we were going to be right and um you know the amount of economic impact that it was going to bring um and there's in atlanta there's there's a big there's a really good labor pool in atlanta there's a lot of people that uh that uh, that are machinists that are you know that sort of thing so you know the the main the main the first thing was we had to find a place with a direct flight.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, that that would be a good place to put a, a gun factory. And right. then the second one was uh, okay. Out of those places, what was the best fit? Yeah.
0: Now, how often are you having to make those flights?
1: Well, I, well, I go down there or somebody. The I year. guess has to you it. get the guys coming up from from there a few times, but every time we get a shipment from Atlanta, it, go, it comes on plane. Oh wow! Okay. So I maybe mean, from from Argentina. So once a month, twice a month, we get, you know, shipment of guns, and it comes on Delta flight 110 from okay. Buenos Aires, Argentina.
0: They right. do Atlanta, right. and
1: then they bring it through customs, and it's it's at our facility later that day or the next day. So wow, okay. it's real, yeah. real convenient. Yeah, yeah, that
0: would be a major difference if you had to get it in and then be three, four states over and all this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow, with a nightmare. to by truck or get it on another plane or, yeah. you know, something like that. So that was a big part of it was with the, with the direct flight. But, you know, it's also an 11-hour flight from Atlanta to Buenos Aires. So if you're making that travel, you don't want to have to get on another plane. Right. You, yeah. you want to be where you're getting. Yeah. So that, that yeah. makes it easy on a – from a, a personnel standpoint as well. Right, yeah. And uh, yeah, g
0: follows up, he says, ah, oh, an international airport, very interesting, thank you. Said, I wonder if that applies to other fire manufacturers, there's a lot in that area. And there is in Georgia, I would agree, yep. there's, there's quite a few people doing things in Georgia, and that yeah, may indeed I, be their reasoning.
1: Yeah, it could be, I don't know why Atlanta chose, I mean, why Glock chose Atlanta, but that very well could have a lot to do with it. Right. Um, I know uh, Taurus, when it was in Miami, that was kind of why. And, and you know, a Brazilian or uh, the Argentinians would have loved to be, be in Miami, but we were like, no way, you know, uh, it's not, <laughs> you don't want to be in Miami. But, but yeah. you know, the, the South Americans, they feel like Miami, they feel comfortable there and that sort of thing. But, right. you know, I, I think the guys coming up from uh, Brazil, that was originally why they put Taurus in, in Miami. So that, right. I think that goes into, into play with, with a lot of guys.
0: Right, G Web's got a—he's got a fun one out here. He says, "Question," he said, "I don't know much about Argentina." He said, "Are there any favorite foods or drinks from there that you've discovered working for Bursa? So, um, is-
1: Argentina is famous <laughs> for its beef and its wine, right? So, you eat a lot of steak and you drink a lot of red wine. Um, now,
0: what what language do they speak in Argentina? They, they do speak Spanish. Spanish.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And you know, most people enough english where you can get by if you don't know how to speak spanish especially right. in the in the in the big city so it's but, right. but i speak spanish so I, I can make it through okay
0: yeah right so, yeah yeah <laughs> all right uh well let's uh we're coming up on the on the top of the hour okay. so let's uh let's switch gears here okay uh, if i can uh get this right here up and we're going to do the quick draw segment here brought to you by craft holsters so uh dot go check them out i've got several. Uh, or or old world, if I can speak properly, craftsmanship. uh, They've got shoulder rigs inside the waistband, outside the waistband. they got stuff for Bursa, too, by the way, just so you know. Uh, uh, Two birds, one stone here. But, uh, yeah, go check them out. Um, So, Raphael, I'm going to give you two choices. I don't require require an explanation. It's kind of a this or that type thing. I'm going to give you two choices. you got to pick one. Uh, Okay. Here we go. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek?
1: Star Wars.
0: Would you rather have an ATV or a boat? Boat. Would uh, you rather eat pancakes or waffles?
1: Pancakes. That's a
0: tough one. a one. A, a waffle with a pancake in the middle, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Android or iPhone? iPhone. Uh and you rather have a monster truck or a race car.
1: That's a tough one too. I,
0: <laughs> I would rather have a race car. Uh Flat Dark Earth or O D green. O D green. Uh French fries or tater tots?
1: Tater tots all the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh the uh Bronco or the Blazer? Bronco. You prefer a flat trigger or a
1: curved trigger? You know, I, I'm I'm gonna give a small explanation with this. I never would have thought about it much, but I've been playing around with flat triggers on these on RARs now, and I really like them. So I'm gonna go with flat.
0: Yeah. Um the ability I've used some flat triggers um in competition for quite some time now on various things. And the one thing about a flat trigger that's nice is consistent finger placement. So that yes. repeat that repeatability seems mm-hmm. to be there. Um, that curve you can get lost in that curve sometimes. Not sure not to say it. not to say it's not repeatable. I mean, if you practice enough, you can. It's just a little easier with the
1: uh, yeah. With I i have been shooting with a flat trigger lately
0: on on these ARs. Right. Uh, so let's just make sure after that. And by the way, thanks again to Craft holsters go check them out craftholsters.com and uh yeah let's see if we got any questions let's make sure uh, oh okay uh do throwing them out there again goodness he said "Does bursa import uh the other way too or are there any are there any US guns in Argentina so obviously the the ARs
1: yeah we we'll, we'll, yeah we export our ARs not only to Argentina but um all over the you know where whoever we you know wants them right now and then we'll continue to do that um and uh and and as far as you know u.s guns down there yeah there's there you can you can get you know just about every brand down there they're much more expensive than they are here in the u.s and they're not as you know like you'll walk into a gun store down there and they might have Fifteen Versas and like two Glocks and a and a, <laughs> right. and a, and a Colt nineteen eleven and some Tauruses, you know. But yeah, you can get you can get CZ down there. You can get Colt. You can get Glock. You know right. HK. You know whatever you can find it down there. Um, you may have they may have to wait a little bit for it, but um, right. but they can you can you can get just about anything down there. But you will pay you'll pay a price because oh I'm they, sure Argent – Argent well. The main thing is that Argentina, as a country, taxes anything that's made outside of Argentina mm-hmm. and imported into the country very heavily.
0: Very heavily. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like so, a Glock down there is usually like two thousand dollars. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, okay. it's crazy. Okay. But you can get them if you want them. So. Yeah. Right. But that's right. Uh, yeah. That's why the yeah you know, the majority of guns being sold down there are Bursas because they, they they don't carry that. They yeah. big tax on
0: them. It's, you know, it's interesting when you start talking about, you know, thanks to Julius for bringing that up. But it is interesting when you talk about things going the other way. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I had some uh, shooting sports kiddos from South Africa uh, yep. on a podcast years ago. And was blown away because one of the questions that I asked them was, you know, their dream gun, their dream firearm, what is it? And believe it or not, it was a Ruger 10-22 because they can't get the Ruger 10-22 in South Africa for whatever weird legislative government reason that South Africa has, right? It's
1: probably and, because it's a semi-automatic rifle, right? And it's I, like I've, that, would be that is guess. one of the
0: most that's one of the most common rifles in the United States. You know what yep, I mean? Like, exactly. how many 1022s 22s are running around here? <laughs> and that's yep. their dream gun. And, and you, it just it blows your mind that there are people that live in other countries that that have to deal with that. Like it's a whole different yeah. world, literally.
1: Yeah, um, we're, we're 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 lucky here. I'll tell you what.
0: Right. Uh Anne Marie says, uh when we get things from other countries, do they have different regulations than the U.S.? Uh, and there are things that we can't have because of regulations not accepted here in the U.S.? Question that is The answer, the direct answer to that is yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, You know, um, there's. All the all there's that whole you know the for handguns you've got to point, pass that ATF points test and and it can't, they right. can't it can't be smaller than a three inch barrel, so you know there's there's a lot of guns that we have here that are unimportable or they have to be you know um, they have to still do work on them when they get here to make right. them you know sold here. So yeah, there's right. there's a lot of stuff that we Watch. can't import. Yeah, a lot well, of we stuff. We could is, we could have never made these ARs in Argentina and brought them oh, here. Oh, absolutely not. You know, yeah. so um, yeah. you know, yeah. there's 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 definitely a lot of those regulations out there.
0: Yeah, and that's why you see a lot of companies they'll bring in certain parts, right, yep. and then they'll finish it here. Like, yes, there's a reason they're doing that. There's a reason that something may come from Croatia or Argentina or Brazil or wherever, and then it's it's finished here right that's right uh, they, they yep. put the slide on or they do you know whatever the case may be um, yep. it's to try to get around that that system and i know that when you're dealing especially when you're dealing with long guns there's the sporting clause right that's a that's a thing like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know is it is it is it for sporting use because if it's not then they've they've yeah, got a problem I, don't,
1: with it. I don't think that you can import and i could be wrong on this but I don't think you can import any semi-automatic rifles over 22 or something like that. I, I, I'm not sure, um, but certainly no, some, certainly nothing that resembles an ar-15 or anything like that
0: yeah i think there's certain i think there's certain criteria i think again yep. it, you mentioned it it's much more complicated yep. uh for for marie it's much more complicated in that sense than that you can dive into it for hours and hours and hours unfortunately <laughs> yeah. right do, do away yep. with the atf and get rid of all that mess because at the That's end of right. the day doesn't matter like you mentioned the two inch barrel yep or whatever like or three inch yeah. barrel or whatever like what difference in the world does that make? Like I I, I because
1: you can, if it's made here, you can get it, but if it's made <laughs> right. there, you can't get it. Right. It, you know, but if you, we can't bring example, it in from
0: another country that way. Yeah. If, it makes for no example,
1: sense. you know, the Taurus Model 85. There's tons of them sold in the United States, and it's a two-inch barrel. Well, it comes with the barrel sticking out of the uh of the shroud one inch uh-huh. so that yep. they can import it. Then they bring it here and they cut it. And and, chop it and uh, yeah. and, and they yeah. chop it and polish the end, yeah. <laughs> so, um, right, it's, uh, just okay, not, it's fine then, and you just put it, you know, you just cut it, and it's now it's fine here, you right? Know, it's, it's, yeah. it's very odd, right? Yeah, you know, hey, who can nothing, it out? yeah, nothing
0: with the ATF is gonna make sense, forget it, <laughs> nothing with. Uh, legislation, whether it's Gun Control Act of nineteen sixty eight, which is where a lot of that the importation yep. stuff comes from. Yep. Uh, that very little of that makes any sense at all. So, um, we just,
1: we just try to navigate those muddy waters,
0: right? <laughs> right, <laughs> as best you can. That's um, right. So, uh, yeah, we're at, the, we're at the top of the hour. So, Raphael, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a couple of minutes. Is, is there anything we should have talked about that we didn't? Obviously, we got the
1: ARs in there and yeah, plans we, and everything else. We, yeah, we, we talked about what's going on right now. We talked about the past. We talked about the future. Um, I would say, you know, if anything that your guys, that your listeners want to find out more about, um, they can go on to Bursa.com has all of our products there um there's a, sh- a store there if, you know if, if you need a, any accessories or if you have a bursa and you're looking for holsters and grips or anything like that but also you know we uh we pump a lot of information out on uh on our social media so our facebook go to bursa usa um yeah, bursa firearms usa i think is our facebook and, and and bursa usa is our instagram but go on there and and like that stuff because you you'll like you said a lot of people didn't know about our ARs. Well, if they were following us there, they they would have known a while yep, about it. You would so know. There's yep. a lot it of was, lot of yeah. cool information that we throw out there. And uh, you know, so if you're a fan of Bursa I think you might want to be a fan of Bursa, go go check us out in, on on the interwebs.
0: Right, on the <laughs> interwebs. And I will get but, some wherever you're you're watching, listen, I'll get some of those links down below. If they're not already there, I can't remember. Yep.
1: Yep. So no, and, um, and besides yeah. that, I, I just appreciate the opportunity to come on here and talk with you. I, I had a good time and exactly. the hour went by really quick.
0: It usually does. Uh yeah. real real quick though, we've got uh uh we've got the gun snob. You always are gonna get suggestions. And I don't necessarily disagree with this, but he says, How about a decocker only thunder? So. But
1: as opposed to with, without the safety on the feature <laughs> of it,
0: yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all the
1: all the thunders have a decocker, um, the three eighty, the twenty two, the all, the nines, the forty fives, and the and the forties. Um, the only one that doesn't have it is the is the BP, and because it's striker fire polymer yeah um, the
0: de- yeah uh, the decocker yep. only so you know you decock it stays on safe basically yeah yeah you know, get rid uh, of that.
1: Well, yeah i mean you've you got to you just got to take the de you got to push the decocker back down and you can fire right but, yeah, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> probably probably not gonna see too many changes in that you know it's just just how it is
0: but hey who knows with, with some of the new models you never know right never know you never know,
1: <laughs> you never know
0: rafael thanks for uh thanks for joining us brother appreciate absolutely, it absolutely man i appreciate it i enjoyed it and uh yeah with that let's uh, uh once again say thanks to mtm case guard i can get that uh, link up here for everybody uh who powers of course the podcast mtmcase-guard.com any of the cool stuff over there if you decide to pick it up you're going to save 10 percent with code CloverTech. Uh, thanks again to Craftholsters.com uh, for sponsoring the quick uh, draw segment. Thanks to the YouTube channel members, the Patreon patrons, uh, and all of those, of course, that are out there live. All of those that are watching in replay, we love you. Thanks for uh, supporting the channel. Um, let's see, next week, I can't recall exactly who all we got. Uh, I think we might have Riding Shotgun with Charlie next week, but it's scheduled on the channel nonetheless. So you can go check that out. And we invite you to join us live. If you're listening to this in replay, remember, you can join live, ask questions, participate. Uh, Everybody, have a great, great weekend uh, if you're listening to this on the Thursday that it did release. uh, And uh, we'll see you next week, of course. Till then, don't forget to chain fire freedom.
1: We appreciate the Patreon patrons and YouTube
0: channel members who keep these podcasts going. If you're looking for cool stickers, patches, and other gear, be sure to check out CloverTack.com. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the CloverTac Podcast.